Hi, welcome to another episode of my podcast, Stress Bucket Solutions. And today is another interview with one of my clients who I saw quite a few years ago. Now, I think you're really going to like Jackie's story if you or anyone you know suffers from chronic illness. Jackie will explain that herself in the interview. But this is something that a lot of people come to see me about and other people are really surprised that I deal with this. Now, if you think about it, having a chronic illness does have this knock-on effect to your mental health. Of course it does. Learning to accept that chronic illness, learning how to live with that chronic illness is really, really important. And it's all part of emptying the stress bucket, understanding it. And you'll hear me say this, uh, and Jackie says it as well in her interview, in that my job is to not cure you of that illness. I make that very clear in the beginning. I can't do that. It's not a cure. But learning to accept that that's how that, that illness is part of you, learning how to cope and manage with that illness, but still live your life to its fullest, it's really important. So this Jackie's story I found fascinating and I've been wanting to get her onto a podcast for ages. So I've been really asking her to come on for a little while. But I hope, you know, you can appreciate it. It's very private as well. So she doesn't go into too much detail, um, but she doesn't need to. I want you to just hear her story and you can apply this to any chronic illness. That you've got to accept this. The difference with Jackie from where she was to where she is now is phenomenal. She has just turned her life around. So I'm, I really hope you you enjoy um, this interview I did with Jackie, this chat that we had. Uh, I'm just going to let you go straight into it. Um, but have a think uh, of how this might apply to you or someone you know. Um, remember, we're not curing illness here, but we've got to deal with life's challenges, whatever they may be. In this case, something very, very personal. Um, so I hope you enjoy it. Here we go. It'll just come up. There we go, Jackie. We've started recording now. Uh, thank you so much for doing this podcast with me. And I've been really looking forward to our chat because it's been a few years as well since we've had a good proper chat. So, for our listeners, could you describe the issues you had when you first came to see me? and how they were impacting your life. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay, um, thanks a lot, Jen, for having me, first of all. I'm absolutely delighted that you've asked me to come on. Um, and I have made a few notes of you. That's all right. Um, yeah, basically, I had been chronically ill for six years um, before I met you. And um, I was in a really horrible place. I was unable to work. I was housebound a lot of the time. I had been diagnosed with ME initially. And then later on with Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome, hypermobility type. But I just couldn't cope with the pain, the fatigue, and it had all become too much for me. And that's, I was very, very depressed. And that's when we met. So. Yeah. Yeah. And then when you came to see me, you asked lots of questions in the beginning, first of all, didn't you, about solution-focused work? Yeah. And what we were going to do, you were really curious. And I know you've got you've got a, a background in sort of health and well-being yourself anyway. So what do you think attracted you to the way we're working in solution focus work? What was it that initial in, in that initial chat that you thought that this will work for you? I think I wasn't sure what to think at first, 
but I thought I'd give it a go. It's new. I tried so many other things and basically nothing was working. And I thought, right, okay, let's give this a go. I think the whole positive spin on it was positive activity, positive interaction, positive thought. And I struggled with that to begin with because, as I said, I wasn't in a good place, very dark place. And yeah, I thought, well, there must be something in this because you wouldn't be a therapist if there wasn't. So yes, I just, that was the big attraction for me because initially you go to a council, you talk about your problems. And you said to me, I don't want to hear your problems. Yes. Part of me was like, oh, but I was here to talk about problems. And part of me went, actually, do you know what? This makes sense because when I talk about my problems, I just feel worse. I become my problems. So, yeah. I remember in those early sessions, it was really hard. Do you remember? I kept, you kept going negative and I kept going, stop, stop yep. for me, Jackie. Come back to positive. Yep. It was hard, and wasn't it? It was hard. One of the things I did find as well was um, the constant badgering from you <laughs> at the end of the sessions, or beginning of the sessions, you say, so what's been good about your week? And I'm lying on the couch in chronic pain thinking there's been nothing good about my week. Yeah. And you say, but there's been something good about your week. And you would badger me. And at first I was like, I can't think of anything. And then after about two or three sessions, I started thinking, do you know what? Yeah. And then you told me, Jen, things like that phone call from that friend or that comedy programme that you watched, or that little treat that you treated yourself to. And you made me see that, yeah, these were, to me, I mean, it's turning to get through my day. And then I started saying, actually, that was a really nice experience. And yeah. Yeah. Yeah, muddling yeah. through you. It's, it's really hard for me, Jackie, to be honest with you. I knew you were in pain. I could see you were in pain sometimes, some weeks. And so, yeah, I find that really difficult. I know that you want to talk about how much pain you've been or what a terrible week you've had yeah. but I on the other hand I know that what I do works yes. and I knew I, I know I can help Jackie feel better by the end of this session mm. if I just keep ignoring her problems mm. and just trying to get her to think of something good and it's always the little things isn't it the yeah. little good things and then yeah. also as a result of that I would write them down you know during the week myself out with our sessions that was a nice thing write that down and then I started keeping a full diary and things like that which which really helped but to be honest every morning regardless of the day I'm having these days because of the three p's and you know the positive interaction positive thought positive activity well and I also though every morning regardless of my day I think three things that I'm grateful for and that starts with day now I can be having a bad day but I will still think of three things on a good day you think of even better things but it could be something as simple as running water in your house or yeah. in your garden, you know, um, flowers in your garden, people in your life. Yeah. But I think of three things every day and that, yeah. that helps pick yeah. your middle. It does. It just creates that shift to the intelligent brain. That's yes. all to at least start you off. And, and you've got to be realistic about your challenges of life, yeah. especially with chronic illness. You know, I always said that at the beginning, we're not going to make it disappear. You know, we're, we're not curing you here. So how soon into sessions did you notice a difference? And what were those little early differences? You mentioned a few there already, but what else can you remember? I would say by the second or third session, I started feeling the things. Yeah. Definitely by the third. Um, first section, session, I wasn't sure this is going to work. And then by the second or third, definitely, I started feeling lighter in myself. And I was a bit more focused in the day 
and things like that. And then again, there's rabies. And but I started noticing when I was more in my head, the negative condition with, with my condition, more in my head being negative. And then I think, oh, hang on a second, where's this getting you? So try and be, put positive on it. So you're not feeling well, go for sleep, meditate, positive spin on it. Yeah. Yeah. You started understanding how the brain worked, didn't you? Because we talk about that every week, don't we? Yes, so we you did. started remembering that, that, right, that, am, am I filling up my own stress bucket here? You started thinking. That fascinated me, absolutely. The whole understanding, because you, you've asked before what you're taking away from it. Understanding the primitive and intelligent brain is just, yeah, when you put it so simply, the primitive brain being the negative, obsessional, whether vigilant, and then I can see that most of us live our lives like that. And yeah, the intelligent brain being the positive, problem solving and creative. And even now I find myself I'm doing some crafts and stuff, it's like, oh, I'm in the intelligent brain. And it's good to just keep that going. Because I recognise now I'm I'm in the primitive brain, which we all slip into. Yeah. And I can have days from, oh, and I think, why are you being like this? Don't. And, and I say to myself, well, do you know what? Allow it. You might be, you'll feel better tomorrow or you'll feel better later. Yeah. Back into the intelligent brain. Yeah. yeah. You know it'll pass now and you're not letting it fill up your stress bucket by constantly going over it and over it. You're, yes. That acceptance comes from the intelligent brain. So you may be not in your primitive brain as much as you think you are. And I always say, look, we're only human. We are going to get angry and anxious sometimes. That's normal. You don't think you're really slipping into your primitive brain. It's just sometimes yes. a reaction to life. I now realise as well with the acceptance of if I do slip into the negative brain and I'm feeling depressed and I'm having a horrible day, and thankfully due to the acceptance, my pain isn't nearly as bad these days, but all the other things that I'm doing as well, because there's also lots of other things that I'm doing to help myself, qigong, women's breathing methods, things like that, during on a daily basis. But um, I do realise now when I do slip back and you can feel depressed, and we're only human, but it is not going to last. Whereas in the past, I would have thought, oh, this is me. I'm depressed. This is me now. And a primitive brain would obviously confirm that with me. Yeah. Whereas now, I think, no, we're just repeating myself. But yeah, yeah. I know that it's going to pass. I you used to catastrophize quite a bit. Yeah. It was it was all consuming, wasn't it? I think because I was stuck at home and couldn't work. Yeah. Yeah. That takes over your life. The thought, the thought process is there. And totally understandable. Yeah. In that situation. Uh, as well so you know again uh, you know just to repeat what I said before I was saying look we're not going to cure you we're not going to take this away but we need to have a level of acceptance now like where where do we go from here you can still have a life yes uh, as well so acceptance gives you peace I find that yeah lovely so so you were a bit skeptical at the beginning weren't you so how how was that why was that just just you know because I'm sure people listening to this podcast might be skeptical as well and I I appreciate that what I thought to begin with was like I said already how can just thinking positive and as you said it's not just thinking positive you do have to do a positive action as well but I used to think oh this isn't gonna happen this is too early fairy it's like really did you (laughs) just at the very beginning yeah I thought how can that work when I've got all these issues and that was a big turnaround for me because it did work yeah it was uh, honestly yeah once you started feeling it you were like yeah I just had to push past that little barrier I remember it's like we start feeling it and then you want more of it yeah 
yeah mm. brilliant no it was, it was good um so what what surprised you about your sessions what uh, I suppose you've answered that already this being positive I guess and how yeah. it worked quickly yeah. As well. yeah quickly yeah yeah, yeah. you can go to I don't know say go to a counsellor and speak out your problems for session after session after session is it going to work you know years and years ago when I went through a really difficult time in my life with a marriage breakup and I went for counselling and every Tuesday was my bath night to lie and cry after I got my son to bed. And the counselling wasn't, you were getting it off your chest, but there was no, there was nothing after that, if that makes sense. Yeah. Whereas with this, you've got the positive stuff to work with. You've got the tools already. Yeah. You, you, you worked at it as well, Jackie, I will say. That it took a, it's a collaboration between the two of us uh, as well. I just hold your hand a, a little bit along the way. Was there something you didn't like about sessions? Was there something that you felt, you know, you've been very positive, but I want to give you the opportunity, especially again, just to warn other people who might be thinking of solution focused work. It was just for me, the pressure of find out what's good about your day or your week. And then yeah. I would put two or three things and you kept saying, I want more, I want more. I want, <laughs> and I would feel that pressure of, I can't think of anything else. Yeah. <laughs> but you would always find something. Yeah. And after a few weeks, I couldn't shut you up as well. There were lots of good things. After a few weeks, I was listing them up to you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was brilliant. It was so good. So I, it's been, uh, I was looking at our records, Jackie. It's been through th nearly three years since I've seen you. Yes. And I, I know you're in my Facebook group as well. So I know that you're getting on really well. And whenever you put on every Friday what's been good about your week, the list is immense. And when you put down that list, you always talk about, how active you've been, all these things you've been doing, and reading that back, I think that's a different person from when I first met you Definitely. as well. So how have you maintained that? What's what's those biggest learnings you've taken from our sessions and continue to apply them in your life from three years ago? Well, as we said, acceptance, definitely. Well, yes, the positive activity, the positive thoughts, the positive interactions, so there has been, oh, I've stepped away from narcissistic people, um, one in particular in my life, and that's been very positive for me. Good. There's only so long you can put up with that, and it dra does drag you down regardless. Yep. Um, and also I went on to do other things like um, Qigong, emotional freedom technique, tapping. Mm -hmm. I don't know if anybody listened, but heard of it or not most people usually have but um i find on youtube there's loads of brad yates is brilliant he taps on just about anything uh -huh. i loved it so much it made me feel so good because it clears out all the negative energy blockages in your body yeah tapping on the meridians and it's as much the same as acupuncture without the needles mm -hmm. but i find that i'm so fascinated by that that i'm now doing a course on it oh brilliant that's good as well. Great. Meditation, I do try and do a meditation most days, if not just 10 minutes, 15, 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. Don't manage it every day, but most mm -hmm. days I try. And that just keeps the mind calm as well. Yeah. Yep. And do you think that that's where, uh, hopefully, uh, solution focus work helped, helped you to get to this point? Could you have imagined yourself here a few years ago doing everything that you're doing now and the way that you're doing it? No, definitely not. Yeah. Definitely not. Three years ago, no. I couldn't make it into town, mind. We did it on Zoom. And, uh, we did, yeah. That was when I was still face-to-face -face in a therapy room. And that really, I think, well, and that's why when we went into lockdown, I wasn't, 
I wasn't nervous about it. I was like, um, speak to Jackie. If I could get everyone to speak to you at that point, I would have. Because you can't come into town. Yeah. And you said, how do we do this? I want to do this, Jim, but I can't come into town. Mm-hmm. Even though you're in Scotland close by. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we did it all over Zoom. And also, you, you were a bit nervous about the tech, but we, we got through that, didn't we? Remember? Yeah, the first time on Zoom. I yeah. Said, I know I'm a wizard at but... Yeah. <laughs> but um, no, it was the traveling. I couldn't travel because. Yeah. 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 yeah but that so, also helped with for you allowing you to have therapy without yes. having to then think of another thing that would stress you out coming into town and seeing me absolutely you, yeah. you were always in your easy chair weren't you relaxing yes and plus I loved the meditation you always did at the end yeah that was yeah. just oh that was just great that just yeah. sorted your afternoon out <laughs> great great lovely so uh one last question what would you say to anyone thinking about solution-focused work, solution-focused work with me or anyone else? And remembering where you were at that point, especially people with chronic illness. You know, I, I really appreciate what you said that you were thinking, I've got so much going on in my life. How can thinking positive make a difference? What yeah. would you say to someone who was where, who is where you were three years ago? I would say definitely go for it absolutely go for it it's changed my life and I know that sounds like a cheesy advert but it has changed my mind my life I mean and it's simple but it's so effective and you wouldn't think something that simple would work so well and it absolutely does and it's honestly turned my life around and I mean it's things like the primitive brain eventually does quieten down you don't think it's going to at first but it does and it eventually does sharp yeah it comes back yeah because we're human but it's not it's amazing honestly and uh no great it's oh, just it's but, just wonders thank yeah. you so much it's absolute pleasure you made me speechless because <laughs> i like i i remember where you were a few years ago and that change and you really persisted i remember some frustration in sessions and i was really trying to encourage you and hold your hand along the way yeah. but to see someone coping and managing so well and seeing think- you today you look fabulous Thank you. By the end of the sessions, I was really nervous that I wouldn't cope without the sessions and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, and by the end of the sessions, I felt this confidence that I hadn't had before to go on. And and yeah, and honestly, definitely go for it. If you're thinking about social security, it is the way forward. Yeah. It really, really is. Well, thank you so much, Jackie, for your time today and sharing your story I do appreciate that because it's not always easy to share our stories but if this story just helps just one person you and I both know then we've done a good job for somebody haven't we yes as well great thanks very thank much thank you so much as well I feel so privileged that you've asked me to come along a bit nervous but very privileged oh you did great you did great There you go. That's Jackie's story. Wasn't she just fantastic in describing how how she's changed so much and all those things she's put into place and is still putting into place. I mean, she's flying now. You just you would look at her. You wouldn't know she's got any illness at all. Honestly, the way she is dealing with life and she's helping others as well. So when we stopped recording, she was telling me about all the help she's given to other people, advising. She is volunteering in uh, societies for chronic illness as well. She's living her life to the fullest. Her family are feeling the benefit as well. 
the other thing she does is she accepts her limitations. You know, if she's had a really long day, she enjoys that day, but she knows, you know, the next day she might need to take some time off, but that doesn't bother her anymore. So she's not railing against her illness. She's working with it. And I think that's fantastic. So Jackie, if you're listening to this, thank you so much for sharing your story. I think it's so valuable. I've been wanting to come on to this for ages. Jackie's also in my Facebook group as well. So um, she's always helping and giving advice uh, to others. um, And she sets the example uh, as well. So I I really love her for that. I, I think she does a great job. If you know anyone with a chronic illness, if you yourself have a chronic illness, pass this episode on to someone that you know. It might be hard to listen to if you're in pain, really struggling with your illness. But you know, that that was Jackie's story. She was at that point at one stage in her life uh, a few years ago. The other thing I want to make a point of is um, this was, I saw Jackie before lockdown. So I was seeing people face to face in a clinic. However, she couldn't make it into town and she actually doesn't live very far from Edinburgh. Um, But she couldn't make it into town to see me face to face. So we did sessions over Zoom. Uh, I've always done sessions over Zoom because I work with people uh, in England and abroad as well. Um, But Jackie was really a little bit nervous about the tech, but we did it. And she was so pleased how it worked and it was made it so much easier for her. She didn't have to come into town. So she didn't have to, you know, deal with her illness to come into town as well. It was so relaxing for her. She could stay at home, just log on, log off when she's finished. And that's the beauty of working online. And that's why now I work online full time. So wherever you are, I can work with you. I also, so you heard Jackie's story of her illness, but I have seen a lot of people with chronic fatigue syndrome, NE. I also help people with IBS because that's connected to anxiety and it also gives people anxiety um, and other chronic illnesses as well. So you know, there's a whole list of them. So if there's something you're trying to cope with that's filling up your stress bucket, solution focused therapy could be a really positive change for you. Instead of being involved in the problem and the illness, it's about managing and coping and going forward. And I want to reassure you, it's not about denying your illness. It's about full acceptance of your illness. But what are your limitations as well? And just managing it within that those boundaries. So we're not going to try and work magic on you here. We have to be very, very realistic. But Jackie, as you heard, her pain's come down. She's doing so much more. She knows when she needs to rest and she knows when she can do more as well. She's living life more fully. Please share, like I said, this episode uh, with others that might find useful. If you can share my podcast, I'd really appreciate that. I'm getting so many messages from people who are finding my podcast helpful. And I hope it's because you feel that I don't fluff about. I just get straight to the point. I haven't got any adverts because I don't want to be sponsored uh, by anything as well. My podcast is purely to help you to give opinions on things, to help you with specific issues. Uh, And I've got a a list of topics uh, that are coming up as well with more interviews with more clients and helpful people as well. If you've got any ideas of what you'd like me to talk about, feel free to drop me a, a message. All the usual ways, email's usually the best. Um, send me a message about how you're finding this podcast. You, I love getting those messages and give me some ideas of something, you know, that you might find that is going on out there that I should be talking about and giving the solution-focused opinion on uh, as well. So until next time for more Stress Bucket Solutions next week, take care, get lots of sleep. Uh, accept where you are, understand what's within your control and what is outside of your control. Let that all go. Um, 
get keep that stress bucket empty for me. Okay, take care. See you next time. Bye for now.